Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Good morning. Hey, welcome back, girly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. How was your vacay, girl? We miss you. I had a good time. I went to... Went to Georgia to spend some time with my um, nephew and his family, me and my sisters and my mom, mm-hmm. uh, my stepdad, one of our cousins, and then my, my brother-in-law. So okay, cool. We had a good cool, time. Cool, cool, cool. I'm glad that uh, you enjoyed yourself. It's summertime, and especially after being in the well, we're still in a, uh, a pandemic, but things are kind of loosening up a little bit, so folks are kind of reconnecting. With family that, of course, we haven't seen in a while. Um, So, I understand. So, (laughs) all right, guys. Welcome back to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha and I recap both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. And this is for the week of July 12th through July 16th. Now, I will say um, to me, and you can give your thoughts, too. I think Young and the Restless did a better job this week than Bold did. What do you think? Young and the Restless was a little more interesting this week. There were a couple of, I think there were a couple of days of Bold that were pretty good, but yeah, I'll agree with you. There was more Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so alright, so what we normally do in the first half of the show, we recap the young and the restless and then the second half of the show we recap the bold and the beautiful and give all of our thoughts and then at the end of the show we do something that's called flip the script and what that is is that if there's a particular storyline or a scene that we wish we could change this is where we flip that script right Mm -hmm. okay so um without further ado i'm trying to think is there any news oh okay so I don't know if you guys have seen it, and I know you shared it with me, Keisha, mm-hmm. about Michael Mueller mm-hmm. leaving the show. He is, did they say what his uh, last air date is? I didn't see that in the article that I um, sent you, unless I overlooked it. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see it either. So um, I guess they, because I think there was some talks on contracts and stuff, and I guess maybe they couldn't come to an agreement. And that sucks yeah. because. We just got him back. He's yeah. been, what, three to five years now, I think? Yeah. Been. And got comfortable with him because we've had several Kyles, just as much as we had several Thomases on the ball. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I like Michael Miller. I think he was really good, but obviously it's not working out, so he's going to be leaving the show. The question is, how are they going to flip the storyline where he exits? Because they're, I mean, the whole thing with Tara and Harrison and him, yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to, they, they probably had to do a last minute change. What'd you think? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, I'm wondering if they're going to, if he's just going to be off screen for a little while until they get a replacement, or are they going to write him out of the show like he went to go be with Summer, which, in my opinion, if they do it that way, that's going to change what's going on with, 
Harrison and Tara. Exactly. Exactly. And with him gone, would they now have space? Hello, Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he said hello back. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) Um, I'm wondering, would that give room for them to keep the guy to play Ashlyn Locke on? Yeah, that's a good question. That would be interesting because I honestly would like to see him stick around yeah. with Victoria and we'll talk about all these storylines first uh, in a minute. Alright, so I wanted to get that little bit of news out. It's going to be interesting to see how they're going to exit him. Let me see. Uh, well, there's a latest headline. Let me click on this and see if they got a an actual um, air date. Oh... I don't see anything. Hold on. Oh, he's only been with... He's only been on uh, Young and the Restless since 2018. That's it? So, yeah, that's it. March 29, 2018 is when he took over Kyle Abbott. Wow, I thought it was longer than that. Yeah, I would have guessed longer than that, too. So it's only been three years. Wow, okay. And well, he wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, he wasn't one that was on before and then came back. No, because they had a different. Remember that other Kyle they had? He was really tall with long hair. Yeah, that Kyle, and then they had another Kyle at one point, I think, didn't they? No, I have to go back and. Oh no! But they had multiple Kyles. So, anywho, um, all right, so let's jump into this, um. And then there's no update of status on Hunter King either. So they both are out for right now. Yeah. Um, okay, so for the week of July 12th, Victor and I mean Victoria and Ashlyn announced the merger of their companies. Victoria invited Ashlyn to move in. Billy and Phyllis joined forces against Sally and Tara. Adam agreed to let Chelsea take Connor while she helped Anita. And Amanda turned to Victor for help to back Sutton into a corner. So, and I think we still also had this whole crazy storyline with Mariah being missing. Mm-hmm. And what else do we have that they didn't say? I think that was pretty much it, one. Anything else you can think of? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, so, okay. So, which one you want to tackle first? Um... You want to do Amanda's storyline this week first? Okay, that's fine. So, what do you think about this whole thing? Because remember, as um, we saw in the previous weeks, um, Naya took the fall for killing Richard. And, of course, everybody knows that that's a farce. Or do we? Do we? Did you think she actually killed him? Or do you actually think she is covering I would have be- I would have believed that she killed him if they would have kept up um, with where they were going. Like if she hadn't confessed mm-hmm. as easy as she did. So I feel like because she confessed the way she did after um, Amanda had that talk with them, I mm-hmm. feel like she's covering for her dad because she okay. she gives me the impression that she's going to do anything for her father. Okay, and yeah, I feel like she does. He would be able to convince her to do anything for him. And and by the way, I want to mention to you, Keisha, if mm-hmm. there's anything that you kind of want to connect from the previous two weeks, because I know that 
you know, um, you weren't here. Mm-hmm. So you can also tie into some stuff if you say, hey, by the way, I remember last week ABC. You can do that as well, okay? Because okay. I still wanted to get some of your thoughts from the week of the 5th and the end of June, um, you know, from those two weeks. So, anywho. Um, yeah, I... This whole, what do you think about her asking Victor to play this plot with her, though? Um, I, I don't know. I think Victor is a smart guy. He's he's good at pulling stuff out of people or trapping people into, I guess, revealing their secrets. Mm-hmm. So, I, it, I feel like it's going to work in her favor. Okay. Yeah, I honestly, um, I think she tapped into the right resources because, mm-hmm. number, like you say, Victor is smart and he definitely, definitely, um, you know, have resources that he can use or utilize to try to trap Sutton. Yeah. I mean, he's just not a the, the character. Just for him to be doing what he's doing and trying to control a man that I need you to do what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you barely been in my life two seconds. Exactly. And you're going to try to boss me around? <laughs> and once again, you asked for my help. Right. I'm begging for, uh, begging to help you guys. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I thought that was crazy. I'm looking like, dude, you expect all this entitlement and loyalty and blind loyalty at that because she really truly don't know you. She don't right. know you. Yeah. You know, I mean, she ended up trying to build a relationship with Naya at first and even that was rocky because she wanted to originally keep you as a little dirty secret, but then as soon as, you know, Sutton realized that Amanda is this great attorney, Oh yeah, then now I'm gonna bring you into the family so I can use you as a resource. Yeah. Girl, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't blame her. And then the threats that he threw around talking about, you know, and I'm like, okay, so you go from I need you to do what I need you to do, and when she don't, then you get mad and then you wanna threaten somebody. Yeah. That whole family act like a group of spoiled brats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and did you see Devon though? Oh, yeah. Yep. Devon was, was like, I need to talk to you, you SOB. I'm like, <laughs> Devon? Really? Yeah. <laughs> and then say, my, you know what my money can do to you? Exactly. That's the side of Devon we've never seen before. Exactly. I'm looking, at <laughs> I'm looking at Devon like, wait a minute. Let me make sure this is the right person talking. Because right. he sounds like something that Victor would say. He sure did. <laughs> and you coming up on Sudden Ames, this big politician out of Illinois or whatever. And I'm like, at first it was like, dang, Devon, that's kind of sexy. You know, you stand up yeah. for your girl. At the same <laughs> time, I'm like, Devon, are you sure you want to do this? Right. That could be a little dangerous. <laughs> that could be a little dangerous. Because he's, you know, Devon is a little, you know, he helps. He helps. He try to mediate. He try to keep calm. I did not expect him to go up in Southern Ames' face and call him an SOV. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> and then, here's the thing. I don't think Amanda expected it anyway, either, because yeah. when Devon told her about it, she was like, I ain't never seen you like this. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I was like, Devon, listen, you better show that girl your your other side. <laughs> because she looking at you like this mellow, calm, nice dude. And hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. I like mellow, calm, and nice dudes, okay? But, yeah. you know, I know she looking like, mm, okay, I, I see you. Devon can bring it out when he needs to. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of, because I think that happened this week, too, where um, Amani is trying to insert herself in between Nate and Elena. Oh, yeah. For the second Girl, time. she is, like, making... <laughs> Go ahead. What'd you say? They had... was The dinner party was... Was that last week? The dinner party was last week, but they were at society. And, yeah. and I think Elena walked over to pick up the food. And Amani saw Nate sitting there by himself for a minute. Mm-hmm. And she wanted to, you know, bring herself in. And she like, can you make room for three? And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, she said, I hope you ordered enough for three. For three, right. <laughs> and I'm like, like wait a minute. Wow. Uh, 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 Amani, now you know them two were talking. She right. know that. That's, and why, they said, that's uh-huh. why I like it. Because yeah. it's about time that, I, and I, I like her. I like um, Amani. Uh, mm-hmm. Not Amani, but I mean, I like Amani too. But what's, oh. what's her name? Elena? Elena, yeah. Uh-huh. But after all the, the chaos and drama she caused between Devon and, um, and Nate and Amanda... I'm 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 not really feeling sorry for her right now that Amani is basically in her face trying to get with Nate. Okay, girl, I'm telling you, um, <laughs> that I'm here for that. That whole thing is entertaining, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm liking the fact that um, Imani is there. Me too. Yep, I like that. So, um. You know, I'm kind of want to see where this triangle is going to go. Is she going to be able to turn Nate's head? Right. I feel like she already kind of has. Mm-hmm. So a little bit. Guess we'll see if he gets some payback on Elena. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I will say, you know, yes, yeah, she did come between the two cousins, but the cousins also allowed it. Except Devon. I mean, Devon was the. the the victim here, I would say. Right. But Nate got to take some accountability in this because you know that's your cousin's girl. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, we, we, me and you, we've talked about that in the past and yeah. how, you know, uh, Elena kept going back and forth between him and Devon. Devon allowed Elena to come over there and sleep with him that one time. Mm-hmm. You know, while he was now talking to Amanda. So, yeah, they all got some stuff going on, but Elena was the catalyst. Right. And all of this. You know, so um, yeah, I, I'm curious to see how that's going to work with uh, Imani. Yeah, me too. Definitely. So, You're definitely it, not trying to hide that she is into Nate. <laughs> uh, yeah. And she flirts with Nate right smack dab in front of Elena. It's yeah. like, wow. <laughs> Some of those faces Elena was making had me cracking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure did. I was like, uh, well, you know, this is not unfamiliar territory to you, Elena. Right. So you can't be surprised when that it can happen to you. Yep. 
Um, okay, so did we cover everything on that side of the turf? Now, we did see um, Amanda stopped by Billy and Lily this week to try to get them to help. But, you know, Lily was like, mm, I don't know what we can do about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think that's it, right? Do we yeah. have anything else with that family? No. No, I don't think so. Let's talk about um what's next? What's next? The merger, you wanna leave that last? Um let's talk about Adam yeah. and Chelsea and Connor and Anita. Okay. Uh oh and Adam and, and Victor. Oh my god. See and this is and I don't know if you got a chance to listen to my my podcast last week. I did okay. And I said it last week and I'm going to say it again mm-hmm. Adam and Victor are not going to implode over something that bad happened they're going to implode on the good things that Adam is doing mm-hmm. because Victor did you hear him this week did you lose your what, what did he say basically basically kind of getting on Adam because he's not He's being a nice guy. Yeah, because he's not being ruthless like he normally is. Exactly. Because he was nice to, um, of course, Chelsea. And he he let Billy take the high road. And he was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, that man has been condemned forever. He was the town villain because people saw him ruthless. Now when he's trying to do the better and redeem himself and change his life and do the right thing, then Pops is like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and that's why Victor is toxic because you should you should yep. want your, your kid to do better. Straighten, yeah, to do better, straightening out his life and making amends, for some, making amends for some of the things that he's done in the past. And instead, you're scolding him because he's not being that, that dark, um, devious troublemaker. Yep. And I said this last week, I said that um, Victor don't want him to change. He wants the same Adam only to control him. Because that whole thing, he was hoping Adam was just going to be just like before. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do better. No, he's not. He'll never be. He's not going to change. It's in him to be ruthless. I just want to control that ruthlessness. That's why he moved him to the ranch. Yeah, That's exactly what that is. And trying to tell him what to do with his kids. And all this old kind of stuff, you know. And um, Adam is like, no, nah, I can't continue to live like this. These people hate me in this town. I can't go nowhere without somebody giving me the side eye. Right. I'm tired of that. I can't live like that. And I don't blame them. You know, you trying to be an example for your son and all this type of stuff. But, you know, grandpa wants you to live reckless and ruthless. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I hate that he fell for the move to the ranch. Oh, girl. Uh, offer that Victor gave him. I know, right? And then it's right there with Sharon, too, because we see coming up this coming week of the 19th, mm-hmm. there's obviously, according to one of the sneak peeks, Sharon's loyalty is going to be put in question because Adam is now coming around. Because remember, Ray and Chelsea is out of town. Yeah. So. Now, here come Adam talking about, you know, I've been thinking about you. I'm like, oh, Lord, not again. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's my end. Yeah. And it, 
and it's that's an, another like when he does stuff like that that's the kind of stuff that Ray talks about basically mm-hmm. yeah and and it validates the insecurities that he feels with right. their relationship because mm-hmm. Adam for some reason can't just be friends with well I know we know the reason but he can't just be friends with Sharon it's gotta always circle back around to him expressing some type of feeling for her and you know what? It also validates the, the craziness that Chelsea's talking about. Oh, he's always going to love Sharon. Sharon is going to... Remember all the stuff that she was saying to yeah. to Ray? So yeah. when they when they go back to this whole thing, of course, now Chelsea and Ray is going to be like, yeah, see? I knew it. Right. I told you so. And the, and the thing is, is Sharon could put... I feel like Sharon could put somewhat of a stop to all that if she just she could. says to Adam... No, we're not going down this road. Um, I don't need to hear how you feel about me. I'm married. We're only friends. This needs to stop. And she doesn't do that. She just, I, I mean, I don't know how this conversation is going to go. Gonna go right. In the past, it's like she just listens, she sits there and listens to what he has to say and goes back and forth with him about it. And it's like, there's no back and forth with this, Shinger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just need to I'm, tell him to stop. Exactly. You know, you need to tell him, look, dude. We didn't been through this before. You didn't seen the problems that it has caused. Yeah, we're friends, but that's it. Yeah. I'm married. You got to respect that, right? And, and then, that comes. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, and I said that comes back to what Ray had told her in the past. You got to set boundaries with this dude. Yeah, and also kind of goes along with the stuff that Chelsea, had, like you said, what Chelsea has been saying all along with how Adam basically basically put Sharon above her and how he's in love with Sharon. Exactly. And kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of drove her nuts in a sense. Yep. Yes, it did. Now, what about the whole thing with Adam agreeing to let Chelsea take Connor? Because at first when Anita had called or the doctor had called, folks thought I mean, even Adam thought she set that up. She was like, no, you know. And so, of course, they checked around to validate. Michael checked. Victor checked. Everybody checked. And come to find out that Nita had broke her hip or whatever. (laughs) The part that I don't like is the fact that Victor feels that he was going to insert himself. After Adam told Chelsea, go ahead and take Connor with you to see his grandmother. You saying uh, he ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, okay, I understand you the grandfather, but these two are the parents. Well, what you talking about? Yeah. Uh, Victor has always, when it comes to his grandkids, always feels like he's got some type of say-so over what um, his gr- grandkids will and will not do. And I, I'm i like, you, you have no rights there. <laughs> no. It's, their and parents I'm... are there. You have no rights to say what those grandkids can do. Here's the other thing is that I honestly believe Victor thought Adam was going to back down, and he didn't. Adam was like, this is not your call. <laughs> yeah, I was. I thought, I, honestly, I thought Adam was going to back down, too, when Victor walked in and, or stepped in and said, no, you're not taking him. Mm-hmm. I was glad that he didn't know. And then, of course, Ray comes in and to say, I'm going to be the escort. I can't go nowhere. And then turn around, I think Victor hired somebody to follow the police and all of them to watch them watch her. 
girl. I'm like, dude, really? Let yeah, this man. And he's talking about, well, I hope you won't regret it. Look, at the end of the day, that's Chelsea and Adam's son. You're extended family. Yep. Yes, you're the grandpa, but you extended. Mom and dad is already in the picture. Exactly. So, yeah, he. I didn't like that at all. I'm like, dude, you got to take a step back and take a seat on this one. Yeah, that, that's always been Victor, though. Mm-hmm. Thinking that he can insert his opinion and his say-so into somebody else's child's life. Now, obviously, we know that uh, Melissa Claire Egan is on maternity maternity leave now, and I think she's probably due in the next couple weeks or so. I forgot what she's having. I think it's a boy, but um, do you think that was that? I actually think that was a pretty smooth exit for them to take Melissa Claire Egan out to maternity leave. What do you think? Um, yeah, but I wonder. What are they? If Ray is with her, Ray can't be gone the entire time that she's gone. That's true. I don't know. That's interesting though, because I was surprised at that too. I'm like, so while she's on maternity leave for the next several weeks, is he gonna stay with her gone that long too? Yeah, maybe he gets relieved by somebody else or something. Maybe so, because I mean, I can't see him being off screen unless he's going on vacation or something. Um. Jordy Velasuso is yeah. going on on um, vacation right now, so I don't know. Maybe. Because we saw a couple of folks go on vacation on both shows, I think. Some folks was missing for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, Sharon and Ray were gone, so I think I would think the two of them were on vacation during that particular, uh, particular time off the show. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think he would go right back out. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> But um, let me see. Um, did we cover everything with with Adam and Chelsea? Yeah, I don't think there was too much more there. Okay, all right. Um, let's talk about Billy, mm-hmm. Phyllis, and this whole thing with Sally and Tara. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might as well throw because well that'll lead us into the last piece, which is Victoria, but. I wish, I will say this before we dig into the whole thing with Sally and Tara, I wish Billy would give indifference to Victoria because she's feeding off of Billy being mad at her about being with Ashlyn. Mm -hmm. The more that Billy resists or try to come up with something, which I honestly think it is about his kids, Mm -hmm. but Victoria, the look in her face when she says, yes, I'm going to be with him. and Yes, I'm moving him into my house. She's feeding off of his responses as a, as a get back to him. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wish Billy be like, okay, as long as my kids are right. And he walked away from that and kept it strictly 100 with business. She'll be giving him like, okay, you don't care. Yeah. I would love to see that because she keeps throwing that in his face. Go ahead. Yeah, Can you I say something. Um, are we gonna are we gonna talk about? Oh the yeah. Other? So okay. let's go back to Billy and Phyllis and okay. Sally and Tara. Okay, so well, um, I didn't hear you. I I said I'll wait to say what I was gonna say about that little situation. Then. Oh okay. When we get back around to Victoria and uh, Billy. Okay, cool. So um. I guess, and this is so stupid, 
You don't talk in public places and you don't talk at the office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shauna and Quinn learned from that. <laughs> now we have Sally and Tara in a public park where anybody can walk through. Mm-hmm. And they talking about, okay, because a lot of this started, well, that leads into the whole thing with maybe we should take on Victoria and Ashlyn first. What do you think? Okay, that's fine. Because the whole Sally and Tara thing is an end result of that. So, um, Victoria and Ashlyn, of course, they've been working on this merger, and I like this type of thing. I like corporate takeovers in soap operas. I like business dealings, that Mm -hmm. type of stuff. So, for them, Victoria, to actually put this whole thing together, you know, her tactics, I don't know if they were above board or not, because some folks I read in the comments, she seduced him into giving her the company. He, you know, all types of craziness. Um, she got the company, mm-hmm. and it was the biggest merger of the century, from the way they 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 describe it. You talking about T. Newman, and of course Lock Communications, I think. And so, they also announced his illness. So he went ahead and put it out there. You know, which he probably is the best thing to do because somebody sent the information out, you know. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about the announcement? Um, I'm glad that it's finally out. I like seeing mm-hmm. everybody's reactions to it. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't know that I necessarily agree that she seduced him into doing it because Ashlyn's a smart man. Like he, I think if he felt like he was being duped or used by her, that he would have caught on to that. And I don't, Victoria, I don't feel like Victoria was necessarily using him. She didn't sleep with him during that whole negotiation phase. They didn't sleep together until after he agreed. Um, he he signed them papers after they slept together. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. But he because said I he went... was going to before that. Well, he, yeah, he had said it, but it wasn't officially final on paper mm-hmm. and and both all the attorneys were, you know, finalizing everything until after they slept together, which is why people are like, oh yeah, she, she mm-hmm. seduced him to get that contract. Because for a while, he was dragging his feet, which is why Nikki was telling her, look, you know, he could change his mind in any given minute. You know, he ain't signed nothing yet. And so, because remember, Victoria was hands off. He was asking her, why don't you stick around? Why don't you spend the night? And she's like, no, I got to go. No, I got to leave. And so when Nikki brought that to her attention, I'm not saying personally myself, I think she seduced him, but I could see where people might have got that idea. Because it wasn't working for, he was moving slow with trying to merge this deal up until they got closer. You know what I mean? So yeah, I guess I I guess I I don't know. It's a weird scenario. I just feel like her feelings for him were genuine, and she wasn't. It wasn't completely just about her trying to get him to sign over his company. Well, I think to me, I mean, it seemed to me in the beginning. I think this was strictly business. I think she saw this as an opportunity. She's just like her father. He got that company in the middle of a heart attack. So who's to say that Victoria, which is Victor, 
3.2.1 because Adam <laughs> is 2.0. Um, <laughs> the thing is, and I don't want to put them in a subordinate role. I say both of them are 2.0 of Victor. Um, the thing is, is that it wouldn't be surprising that she would pull something like that. Now, um, I think originally in the beginning, it was business. She saw an opportunity. And she like, dude, what you going to do with that? You ain't got no heirs. Your yes. kid ain't your kid. What are you going to do with all this stuff? And, hey, you know, you can bring it over here. And, you know, I take care of it and take it into the future. Merge it with Newman. And it went kind of slow. But then she started to develop feelings for him because he wanted to take her off to New York and yeah. take her to L.A. And he was saying stuff like, you know, I want you right now. And any girl listening to that is like, you do. <laughs> <laughs> and she never, but the, the thing about, the, the thing that I respect about it is she never uh-huh. lied to him about anything. She never. That's true. That's you know true. what I mean? She was always above board with him. That's true. She didn't she didn't go to the dark the, the dark side where she lied about things. No, she didn't yeah. go that far. But a lot that's why people are saying she she had the art of seduction with him. She wow. seduced him. She she I guess from what they're saying cuz you know I go through social media a lot with just to get an idea of what people are talking about. Mm-hmm. And some of the comments was the word finesse. Oh, yeah, she finessed him or whatever. And then she fell for him in the process. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it can be interpreted, inferred, whatever. I saw it as good content. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting to watch. And I honestly think that putting these two together as a couple on the show, I, I'm here for it. I actually like them two better than her with, with Billy or anybody else. Yeah, I agree. I do like them. And I mean, there is an age difference there. I mean, because the girl who plays Victoria is in her late 40s, Amelia. And then this guy is in his early 60s. Okay, so what is that, like 13 years or whatever? It's not that significant, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mm -hmm. think the the character of Victoria, her, like, uh, and of course, with her age, of course, she's mature. But you know how when we talk about Sally and Jack, and right? The difference and how Sally doesn't have she has this level of immaturity that just doesn't it just doesn't match up with Jack in my right. Opinion. It's different mm-hmm. with Victoria and um, Ashlyn, where Ashlyn's or um, Victoria's level of maturity or the way she carries herself, I guess I should say. It matches Ashlyn and the way he carries himself. So there, I feel like they're compatible. Whereas I don't see that with Sally and Jack. Me either. I mean, it's a definite connect. And then they're on the same. The way that the characters are aligned with um, Ashlyn and Victoria, their mentalities are similar when it comes to business. Mm-hmm. I mean, all it's just a lot of check marks that they bring out with each other. That's why I'm hoping that maybe they'll come up with some miracle cure or the, the 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 tumor in the lung is gone and, you know, they keep him around because I actually think that they could do great things together. Yeah. And the other thing, Victor likes this guy. He didn't like any other of Victoria's husband's boyfriends or whatever. 
He likes Ashland. For now. For now. <laughs> I feel for like now. that's going to change at some point for some reason that has to do with business. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, the announcement, of course, I, I was surprised Billy did say congratulations. That was the biggest move of the century. Yeah. Do you think he was sincere? Um, I, I do think he respects her <clears throat> her business practices for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when she told, so I I I disagree with Victoria's decision to let Ashlyn move into her house. Yeah, me too. That doesn't make it 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 doesn't make sense to me because, like Billy said, he hasn't even met the kids. He hasn't spent any time with the kids, and you're just moving him into the house. The kids don't even know that she's in a relationship with this guy. But mm-hmm. suddenly you're going to move him into your house. Like, that. I feel like that needed to be eased into, um, they need to be in, eased into that situation. And she tried to compare the, the his relationship with Lily to theirs. And it's like, well, Billy and Lily took their time with, as far as her coming around the kids. Like, she didn't immediately start showing up at his house and spending the night. Mm-hmm. Especially with the kids there, he introduced and, uh, Lily to the kids. You know mm-hmm. they they hung out together. Blah blah blah. Ashley hasn't even met the kids yet. Yeah, and that's the other thing too is that Victoria says I'm gonna need you to keep the kids more often. And Billy was like, "So you gonna move a dying man into your home and kick your kids out?" <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and it it just did not make sense. No, I mean, and he was like, you know what? Hey, this deal is done. I enjoy spending time with you. I need to go back to New York. That's where all of his oncologist is, where his life is actually is, and you're gonna move him into your little house for what? I, I, that part I did not understand. Yeah, I didn't get that either. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> writers, y'all were doing good with these two, but y'all dropped the ball with that one. I'm like, what? Well, you yeah. gonna have them kids go off first, like you said, uh, Keisha? these kids don't even know that this man is even around. Right. You go move him and his stuff up in your house and then tell the kids, you know what, you're going to have to stay away for a little while because I'm, you know, I'm trying to take care of this man over here. It's just not a good look. Yeah. And if she can, as, as much money as they have and the resources as they have, as many resources as they have, she can spend a significant amount of time with Ashlyn without moving him into her house. Her house. And yeah, then, I don't know. What is she trying to do with that? Because at first, one part of me was thinking, are you trying to get pregnant by this dude? Because here's the thing, and I don't know why this came into my head earlier this week. If, in fact, Victoria has a child with him, mm-hmm. that technically cuts into Tara's piece of the pie with Harrison. Because right now, he has no heirs. But if it's written, just say she ended up pregnant and she tells Ashlyn before he dies, you know, guess what? I'm pregnant, blah, blah, blah. He could easily change his will to accommodate to his future child. Yeah, for sure. And that also... Upset. (laughs) She will be livid. (laughs) That girl will be livid because she's going to be like, oh, no, she didn't. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't know if there's something more to this with Victoria moving him into the house. Now, I'm hoping that's not the case because that's not a good look either. I'm going to go up and move this man, move my kids out in the process, try to get pregnant. Ugh. Yeah. That don't look too Victoria, good. She didn't seem like she would go that far with it. I think if she ends up pregnant, it's just because it just happens. I don't I can't but see she feels again. sorry for this man because there's another part of her, like you said, that really feels for him. Mm-hmm. She will control everything. She got the business and any future inheritance that comes for a child that she bears for him. Yeah. You know how the soap opera mind can go. They could yeah, twist this thing. I can see somebody like Tara doing something like that because she doesn't really, I mean, yeah, she's got her shoe line, but she doesn't really have, she doesn't have an empire. Victoria Mm -hmm. already runs an empire. She's a new man. So I don't feel like that would be something on her mind. Girl, look what they didn't twist it. I'm like, look what they didn't did to Justin. Look at what they didn't did to Thomas and look what they didn't did to Adam. They flipped the script all the way around. So who's to say they want to do it with Victoria? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you think the, the writers can always flip a character, but right as it, I mean, I guess just as it stands mm-hmm. with what her character has historically been, I just that just doesn't sound like something she would do because she's not desperate. Like she doesn't need Ashlyn's money or. His, right, she don't her, need the her, money, but sometimes it, having the money isn't the thing, it's the control. And so, you know, because, and the other thing is she might feel to want to add to his legacy by having a child for him. I mean, look at what she's doing with moving this man into a house. What is your purpose? You can't, how are you going to run two companies and take care of this guy who is in the last stage of his life? You need that. What you gonna hire him a nurse? You gonna hire you know get the best doctors that you know in the Newman wing of the hospital? I mean, I'm just trying. Is and I guess we have to continue to watch to see what direction they're taking this in with her and him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's and I feel you know. I, normally, I don't agree with Billy, but in that moment, I agree with Billy. Yeah, I did too. So, and I, but mm-hmm. you know, if she if she does end up pregnant, I I feel like it would come from a place of, not a place of um like I'm planning this. I'm gonna you know, purposely get pregnant for future control. Yeah, for yeah, I don't I don't feel like it would happen like that. I think if it happens, it happens because it happened. Mm-hmm. And Ashley would probably you know, Ashley would be ecstatic. Of course he would. Okay, what about this plot twist? She did this as a way to make sure that he fight for his life and stick around. Now that yeah. he has a kid on the way. Yep. That could, because that, right now he has no fight in him. Yeah. So maybe that could be the plot twist. Maybe it has nothing to do with cutting off what Tara has connected, maybe it has to do with trying to keep him around. If I can give him a reason to live, maybe he'll do it. Yeah, that so could totally knows. be something that changes Ashlyn's mind. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. other 
the other side of that is, especially with um, Michael Mueller leaving mm-hmm. the show, that brings that could bring Tara into that circle of Ashlyn and Victoria, and I would love to see those two go head to head with each other. Ooh, girl! Uh, here's my thing, and we're we we're about to get on Tara in a minute once we finish with this whole thing with Victoria. That girl right there, I won't, you know, I'm glad to have her because a lot of people are like, she needs to go. I can't, I hate her. I can't stand her. Mm-hmm. This girl right here gives people like Phyllis a run for their money. Mm-hmm. And I like that because it's one thing to have, you know, one person on the show, whether it's a male or female, like you have Victor running the show, you need it. I mean, Victor. Um, Adam at one point being who he is you needed somebody to counteract him it's the same thing you need somebody to counteract Phyllis because Phyllis walk around like she's the queen of vindictive vindictiveness mm-hmm. well there's another person that came to the party <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. so anywho let us, let's finish up with Billy and Phyllis and then we can move into that part too with the Sally thing but yeah, I, I agree with Billy on that with Victoria. Victoria, you need to sit down and think about this. What do you think about Lily, though? Because Lily is, I don't know, even though she's plain, like, oh, I'm supportive, you know, I agree with you. I still think there's a part of her that just don't like how overly involved Billy gets with his exes. Yeah, uh, I think she's being, uh, once again, she's being too passive with Billy when it comes to his opinions on Victoria's life. Right. You're too you're too involved. You're too involved. Victoria has her own life. I, your opinion of Ashlyn um doesn't matter. And he tries to play it as well It's about the kids. It's about the kids, but what has Ashlyn what has Ashlyn really done that makes you have concern for your kids' safety or their well-being. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like Ashlyn is some mobster who's um, you know, where there's this rumors or urban legend of him murdering people or whatever. He's a businessman. And he's a good mm-hmm. businessman. <clears throat> so why why are you worried about your children when it comes to him? Like, What do you think that he's going to do to his kids? And one mm-hmm. of the things throughout this show that we've always heard from Tara is Ashlyn is a good father, is that he's good with Harrison. So mm-hmm. what are what are your real concerns? You know what I mean? Right. So that yeah. I, I just want Lily to to stop playing that passive girlfriend role, laughing mm-hmm. it off when Billy, you know, vents about how he doesn't want Victoria um dating Ashlyn and tell him you need to mind your business which is me and stop coming in here venting about Victoria's love life I don't want to hear that and mm-hmm. with the amount of times that he does it it makes it seem as if you, you still have some residual feelings there and that you're not over Victoria like you claim to be mm-hmm Yep, you know, I mean, at what point, did she, but she needs to actually say that, mm-hmm. you know, instead of saying, yeah, but, you know, 
Hey, and I know she tries to make him see where he's going, but Billy don't see what he's doing. Mm -hmm. She's going to have to call him out and say, look, dude, you just you doing too much. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, in the meantime, part of this is uh, Billy having a conversation with Phyllis because he want to connect with somebody that has equal hatred. And it's funny how people try to um, connect with people who hate as much as they hate. Because mm-hmm. he knew he was never wasn't going to fly with Jack. That yep. wasn't going to fly with anybody, even Lily. Lily wasn't going to spin spin their wheels with this whole thing. And the only reason that you know Billy is trying to join forces is because he saw Sally and Tara in the park. Yeah, talking. You don't know what that conversation about. Now, granted, it was nefarious what they were talking about because it all led back to that video that uh, Tara leaked that, of course, Sally thought was deleted. You know? Mm -hmm. No, because my thing is, wasn't that, who phone was that? Was that Sally's phone or was that... um, was that Tara's phone? That was what the video being recorded on. Yeah, that was Sally's phone. Okay, so you don't know how to delete a video. Why you had to get that video to her to she delete? It? She so what she did was she showed it to her mm-hmm. on her phone, and Tara Tara had her phone in her hands, and she was like, "Oh my god, this is terrible." Um, let me. De- I'm going to delete this before it gets out or something like that. And Sally was like, "Yeah, go ahead and delete it." Okay, so she Tara just got caught it. up in the moment. Tara sent it to herself before she deleted it. Exactly. And Sally didn't know that's what she did. She was mm-hmm. acting like she was having issues deleting it while she was um, texting it to herself. That right there was... And see, these are two snakes waiting to bite each other. Mm, oh, yeah. Why, one, I don't yeah. know who's going to turn on who first, but exactly. one of them going to turn on the other. One of them, I mean, even look at the interaction because, okay, I'm jumping ahead because all these are intertwined with each other. So Billy saw the two of them talking about that video. He wants to know what's going on. He can't connect with anybody who hates both of them equally. So only one person that don't like both of these ladies is Phyllis. Mm Mm-hmm. And of course, Phyllis is on board. They're trying to connect the dots, but this got something to do with Summer's quick departure. And they join forces to get information. And again, when you're plotting something, why are you in a public place? <laughs> it's like, this is you. And I guess that's the world of soaps because you want to get caught by people. Yeah. The same, just like Tara and Sally got caught by Billy. Phyllis and Billy got caught by Sally in the coffee house. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to collaborate with somebody on something nefarious, we're going to go somewhere quietly, privately, and talk where nobody can see us. Right. Anybody... Go ahead. I was going to say, I think... What what did Tara... Did Tara do or say something that... Because Billy was suspicious of her before that day. Well, what it was is that she was acting too nice. She was just too perfect. And like I said, oh, and this was last week's episode when I said on the podcast, Billy game, no game. 
Yeah. Billy knows when somebody's spitting game, and she and he knew that this girl is trying to put on and show her representative. This ain't who she really is, and so it got him looking suspect. So while um, Ashley and Tracy and all of them was like, "Oh my God, uh, Tara is so sweet," and Jack smiling from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. You know, Billy is looking like this girl running game. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just, she was just too. It was too much. She was just perfect yeah, when she, she talked to everybody. She is definitely playing that that perfect role. Uh, exactly. Yep. And so now we on the flip side of this whole thing, where you know, because even Amanda brought it to Lily's attention that that Billy and Phyllis was talking at society. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, if you're trying to plan something with somebody or you need to talk to somebody because something came up, have a private conversation. Why are y'all in public places where right. people see you together? Right. Have Phyllis come to your office or go back in Phyllis's office at the hotel. <laughs> uh, something. I mean, y'all meet up at the coffee house. Of course, anybody, even Sharon, if she was there and saw the two of them, she'd be looking like, what is that? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like, dude, y'all crazy. But that's how they write these soaps. They write it in a way that they get caught up and stuff. So, anywho, um, Sally sees this, that they're having a conversation at the coffee house. And, of course, Phyllis is like, okay, bye, you know, get out of here, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so Sally decides to go and show up at Jack's house, and I'm like, "Are y'all crazy?" Right. <laughs> and you talking to Tara? It's not like you just show up and talk to Jack. Anybody could have walked through that house and heard y'all conversation. Right. I mean, what's your thoughts on that? I, I have the same the same reaction. And so mm-hmm. why, Sally, would you think it was a good idea to go to Jack's house to talk to Tara? But then Sally kind of played it off, or not played it off, but um, when Tara said that, like, you can't show up here talking to me, um, Sally was like, well, basically the perfect cover would be you guys are talking about her shoe line and Fenmore's, you know, because she works for Fenmore, JCV. So... I mean, I guess that could be a cover, but it's still, like, that's still too risky. Like, just call Tara. Mm-hmm. Call her on the phone. Why are, Popping up at Jack's house is a stupid idea, especially if you're standing in the middle of the living room talking about what you guys did. Mm-hmm. But, but listen, there's again, a piece we're missing because the reason that Sally went over there and why this conversation happened at the coffee house is because Phyllis decided to show up first Mm-hmm. at Jack's house to talk to Tara. Yep. And she was acting fake. And it's like, somebody that don't like you, coming there acting perfectly nice to you, it's like, uh, Phyllis, you do know that you're being seen as fake. Yeah, I don't think Phyllis believed that Tara believed that she was being genuine. I'm sure Phyllis knows that, considering mm-hmm. she's Summer's mom. I think I think her reasoning for doing that was to let Tara know I'm on to you. Mm-mm. 
that's, yeah. that's what I think it was. I, Phyllis is too smart for her. I think Phyllis is too smart to think that she was playing Tara. Yeah. Yeah, well, the thing is, is that, you know, of course, now, because at first, when Sally got there and was trying to tell Tara, Tara gave her to look like, why are you here? What do you want? And that's why I'm like, there was a two snake waiting to bite each other. They yep. they don't have, it's one thing if you have a working relationship and y'all collaborating together. They don't even like each other and they're collaborating together. Right. <laughs> you know, and then the moment when Sally dropped the information, like, look, they was talking about you. Then she like, Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I'm sorry I was treating you that way. No, you're not. Right. Because yeah. you you don't like this girl. You sick and tired of her. You think you got what you wanted and you want Sally to leave you alone. Yep. And that's not happening. And that's not <laughs> she didn't got she didn't got in bed with Sally and now she gotta deal with her. Well, then the other thing, I'm thinking Sally's going to ask for something because she was like, can you do me a big favor? And Tara was like, I knew it was something. It's like, okay, look, Tara, she told you that you need to watch your back because both uh, Billy and Phyllis is talking about you. Mm-hmm. You don't think that she's going to want something in return? Why are you mad at her to say, oh, okay, I knew it was something? Uh, she didn't have to tell you nothing. Right. But she was and the the thing is, Sally asked, "Can you figure out a way to keep some Phyllis away from Jack?" I'm like, "Are you serious? That's what you want?" <laughs> I thought yeah, she was, was. I thought she was going to ask for something else. That was a pretty weak request. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like, "That's what you want." I need you. I need that you to have Phyllis stop bad mouthing me to Jack. I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Okay, girl, please. I'm yeah, and Tara turned on those waterworks with Jack about Phyllis. Yes, she did. Oh my God, she made me feel like it was my fault that the wedding is wrong. I'm like, girl, you need an Emmy for that one, a daytime right. Emmy for that one. I Jack I, fell for it. Yeah, and I can't wait to see Jack's face when they find out. Jack and Kyle both when they find out Tara is not who she's pretending to be. Because Ashley well, said a long time ago, um, you don't know what you don't know who you're dealing with when it comes to terror. He told them that. Mm-hmm. So they just So they were so worried about the Loch Ness monster that they actually bought a mm-hmm. real monster in the house. <laughs> right. My question is that's why it's going to be interesting how the uh, Kyle character is going to be transitioned out. Like you say, they might just recast him. Mm-hmm. Or if, if they end the character to go off screen, is it that Harrison is not his son? Or something. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how that's going to happen. How yeah. are they going to transition Michael Miller out of this? Yeah, or maybe... Maybe Harrison does continue to be his kid, but he's off screen because now he's he's going to go off for a little bit to try to bring Summer back after finding out what um, what Tara did, and maybe mm-hmm. bring back a new actor, a couple of yeah. years to cover Summer and Kyle. Yeah, 
sometimes I just I understand that the actors and actresses do a good job in those roles, mm-hmm. but if they if if the actors can't stay in those positions, keep the character and get a great replacement. Yeah, you know, instead of saying, "Oh well, you know, just like Zoe," I'm wondering, are they going to recast that role, or is she just off screen, gone? Uh-oh. I know. I'm hoping they recast because I would like for them to keep Zoe's character on there. Mhm. You know, so I don't know because to me, with her, that we'll talk about that later. Anyway, um, okay. So, did we cover everything? Did we miss anything? Um, I don't think so. there was the one the one little thing with um. Oh, we forgot about Abby. Oh yeah, well, that, and Mariah. That just shows you how boring that storyline is. I know, right? It's a, it's an afterthought. <laughs> oh, no. Well, we yeah, can totally touch on it quickly. We ain't gonna dwell on it, but. Yeah. So what are you about to say that. though? What What's the one little thing you was talking about? Uh, the the little thing between um. Devon's Moses and uh, Faith. Yeah. The I, I, what did he he asked her? What basically what was going on between them? Or yeah, he wants to be intentional, and she you know she want to take it slow. Yeah, I. I think? like Moses, but I don't know. With this one, it, it's like. It's like he was, I, I, yeah, I guess his feelings were hurt because mm-hmm. she basically said they were just friends. But I almost feel like sometimes they make him, um, I don't, like he's doing too much. Like when he got upset when she was in the hospital and Nick asked him if he could just, you know, hold off on visiting her because she needed to recuperate, she needed her rest. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Devon and he was like, well, they won't let me see her, blah, blah, blah. He was like super upset about it. It's like, dude, she's in the hospital. Like, right. Give her, you know, give her some time. I don't know. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like he comes on a little too strong and I felt, I felt like that was, I kind of felt like that's what he did this time when he asked her, you know, where their relationship stood or whatever it was that he said to mm-hmm. her. Um, so I don't know. I felt bad for him, but at the same time, it's like you need to just back off a little bit. Yeah, just just take a chill pill and just back off. You know, I it's like a. I do you think it's like they're trying to force connection between those two? Because I just I don't you know I don't see. And their kids is moving slow. I mean, we don't get to see a lot of Moses and Faith together. So, the energy is there because I look for energy and connection, even on fictional shows such as this. It's one thing because, like, I do reality TV shows too, mm-hmm. but I also look for connections on how the script is written to bring two characters together. Just like we're feeling Nate and Imani, right? Mm-hmm. Or even feeling uh, Victoria and Ashlyn. There's that connection that's built into the script even the connection between Quinn and Carter mm-hmm. you know and they have never been in the same space ever right so to bring in the situation with um, with uh, uh, Moses and Faith it's just I don't know if yeah. it's a go I ahead think, I think they could have waited a little bit longer before they went down the 
romance path with them. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see how they play it out, you know, and where that's going to go. But then let's right quick touch on Abby and that whole situation. Y'all don't know what to do with that storyline. You just don't know. Right. I mean, you took the chance guy out. Me and you, we've talked about this over and over and over. Bring a chance in and let's keep it moving. Yeah. You bring Stitch into this. You bring Mariah into a place where she is just non-existent. Now she's missing. You know, now Stitch got some job interview because at first he was there for a retirement party. Mm-hmm. He's hovering and showing up out the blue. You know, it's just like, what are y'all doing with that storyline? Y'all don't know what to do with it. Right. And I hope, I liked Stitch when he was on before, so I hope that they didn't turn him into, I, I feel like what's happening is they're turning Stitch into a villain. Uh, a, yeah, a villain. And maybe it's going to come out that, because his son has mental issues. Right. So maybe it's going to come out that Stitch has those things, like his son inherited those issues from Stitch. Listen, girl, somebody was saying that him and Tara might be brother and sister. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I did see somebody um, post that. Okay, I don't know. And that could be the, interesting. Some of the comments some of the comments are like, I think the writers are forgetting the history that they've already written because they said Kelly or uh, Stitch That's had That's right. But that doesn't mean he couldn't have had another sister. That's um, true. And But they said something about his mom, Stitch's mom, is I forget what they said about his mom. There was, I don't know, there was something in the comments about how they didn't see how it was possible. Oh, but because I think Tara said her parents are, are dead or something like that. Right. So I don't know. I, I mean, you know, the writers will always be able to finagle Flip some something. Type of, yeah. Finagle mm-hmm. some type of explanation in there if if that is in fact um what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do there with that storyline. Yeah, it's just it's, it's like they're lost or something. Mm-hmm. I, I I just I don't understand why it. You know the way that this is set up, it's just crazy to me. Yeah. And um, it's like if y'all don't know what to do with the storyline, bring Mariah back. Let her have a baby. You got your kid. Bring um, um, Chance back. Y'all raise the baby and move on and give her a new storyline. Because yeah. this whole thing is just... And then they're arguing. And I'm sick and tired of people like Nina and Sharon. You know what Mariah's pattern is. And for them to say, oh, it's nothing. Maybe she needs time alone. Everybody was making excuses. Now, I know they're trying to knock people from jumping off on the deep end, but the only person that's really like, look, something ain't right is Tara, is, um, what's the girl name? Her girlfriend. Right, girlfriend. Um, Tessa. Tessa, yeah. You know, Tessa's like, no, something ain't right. This is not her normal pattern. This is not her consistency. Something is wrong. She would call her girlfriend, if anybody. Yeah. You know, but they keep like, well, maybe she needs time away. Maybe she needs a break, but she's not talking to y'all. This girl got a whole baby. Right. That doesn't make sense. 
And if they are going down the path of Stitch having some type of involvement in Mariah disappearing, like, Mm -hmm. what is, I just don't understand what the reasoning would be other than he's lost his mind and is jealous because Abby has moved on and now he's, what, trying to steal the baby or, I don't know, make Mariah. Yeah, why would he need to do that? Yeah, I don't get that. You know, I mean. There was another somebody else made a comment or a post. I can't remember which one it was. This was like last week sometime when I saw it. And they said something like the the baby is the baby is really Stitch's baby and he switched out Devon's sperm or something before they did the procedure. What? <laughs> I mean, anything is possible, but woo, that's out there. Yeah. I don't know about that one, girl, but hey, anything is possible. <laughs> Not only that, it would be obvious because, well, Devon is black. (laughs) Yeah. When the baby is born, um, yeah, Mm -hmm. it'll be self-explanatory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we will have to wait and see. We have to wait and see. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So did we cover everything from the young and the restless? Yep. Okay. All right, let's move on to um, our next recap, which is The Bold and the Beautiful Mm -hmm. for the week of July 12th through the 16th. And we have evidence on Thomas' phone freed Liam and Bill. Bill banished Justin from Bill's life. Justin offered Ridge an opportunity to have the upper hand on Bill. Carter agreed to stay away from Quinn. But he kissed her the very next day and then Finn asked Steffi to take a serious step with him. Um, which part you want to take first? Do you want to talk about the Bill and Liam thing or do you want to talk about this whole thing with Quinn and Eric and Carter? Let's talk about them first. Quinn and yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hear, I see you got you must have a lot to say about this. <laughs> um, okay. Do I, did he do something wrong? Absolutely. You don't sleep with the boss's wife. Yeah. Okay. I've already made my statement clear and how I felt about the hypocrites in that room the last two weeks. So I'm not going to rehash that for those who listen to us consistently. I'm not going to go down that rant road again. <laughs> um, on this situation with Carter... He was about to quit. He was like, you know what? Let me just pack up my box. <laughs> just take my little blondie. Take my little blondie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to go over here, put in my resignation, and I'm about to be out. And Carter, you know, he took accountability. I got to give him that because he could have made excuses. You didn't treat your wife right. and You didn't do this. and You didn't. That. He was like, nope. I made a mistake. I betrayed our friendship. I betrayed blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Ridge and Eric decide that they want to maintain control. If I was Carter, after what they told him, I'd be like, you know, you don't get to tell me what to do and who I sleep with. Right. You, I mean, you about to divorce this woman. She gonna be a free person. Mm -hmm. I'm single. I should get to date whoever I want to. But to say, in order to keep my job, I got to stay away from somebody? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
I didn't like that. And then you gonna make him climb up there and take that picture down? No, you get your help, hired help to go take that picture down. Yeah, that's the part I didn't like. Ooh, that pissed me off. I'm like, yeah. excuse me. I would have walked out the house when they said <laughs> when you said that. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> he was finna leave, and he was like, "Wait a minute, hold up, get up there and take that picture down." I'm like. Oh, yeah, Quinn should have left your behind a long time ago because you wretched. I mean, I, I've had my issues with Eric for a long time. Just the mere fact, and we're going to talk about that too because Quinn also had a conversation with Brooke. Mm-hmm. But just because he puts Brooke over on a pedestal over his own wife, he's been doing that for the longest time. Mm-hmm. That was the demise in their relationship in the first place because he wouldn't get up and stand up to his ex to say, stop coming in my house talking crazy to my wife. You would always tell your wife to take the high road. So I've had uh, uh, Eric issues for a while. And then when you do take this girl back, I'm going on a rant again. When you do take this girl back, then you want to play passive aggressive because you want 100% sure. You shouldn't have took her back in the first place. That's enough of that. Quinn, what she did was wrong. (laughs) Because you know I go there. I can't stand that. I don't know if I honestly believe that the writers wrote this this way to get a reaction out of people. Because everybody across the board, I don't know how many moderation uh, alerts we've gotten since this whole thing came up last week. Mm -hmm. Girl, we get about 50 a day. And usually we get that in a week. But because so everybody was so triggered and emotionally um, into the storyline because of how hypocritical Ridge, Brooke, and Eric looked when they were in condemnation of Carter and Quinn when they did the exact same things over again. People were pissed and they jumped in the comments and they were using words that Facebook ripped off of the groups. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I put a notice. I'm like, hey, y'all, y'all got to uh, watch what y'all wow. say because, you know, the algorithm is picking up all. I mean, they were saying all kind of things. Yeah, I saw that. I saw your post about that. Yeah, because we, you know, we were spending time going through all these alerts because some of what was being said was extremely derogatory. Mm-hmm. And I get it. People are triggered by what they see, but I can also understand why people were saying it. It's just what words you use when you say it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then for him to turn around and say, before you leave, you climb up there and take that picture down with you. I'm like, you Eric, to? don't. Who are you talking to? Right. Right. Yeah. If I, and then says, you know, you if you want your job, your job is dependent on the fact that you stay away from that woman. You don't get to tell me what to do and who I'm friends with. Yeah. yeah, that would have been, I mean, Carter let that one off way too easy. I did not like that at all. Right, and he and he took accountability. What's your thoughts, girl? Because I'm on a rant. You, it's, your time. it's your time. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you as far as him telling Carter to climb up there and take that picture down. I thought that was mm-hmm. very unnecessary, and I can't believe Carter did it. Yeah, right. Um, I'm on the fence though about so I don't I don't know if Eric does not 
have the right to tell Carter who he can see and who he can and can't sleep with and then tell him that your job is on the line depending upon if you stay away from Queen or not. Yeah, that is, that's unfair. It's Carter's life. He, He shouldn't, you know, basically be threatening his job with what he's doing in his personal life. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can understand. I can kind of understand where he's coming from because of their relationship with Carter. Because I'm I'm thinking to myself like, okay, if this was me, and let's say, um, it was somebody in my my family or one of my you know best friends, and they slept with my ex or my soon to be ex. I love this person like my sister. How would I feel if they continue to see my soon-to-be ex? Like, I don't think I could have a relationship with that person. So I, I think maybe what Eric should have done is if he felt that way, he should have just allowed Carter to resign and whatever happens with their personal relationship after that, it it, it happens. But I don't think you can I don't think you can tell someone who they can and can't sleep with, but I can understand why he he did that, I guess. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to counteract a little bit with what you said cuz I I mean, I understand where you're coming from on that. Mm-hmm. But just standing between the two of either Ridge and um Eric that's standing in that same room and even if you want to throw Brooke in there they have all intermingled with each other and they still cool with each other and they don't tell each other who and what not to see. Brooke has been in between both Eric and Ridge but then you gonna tell him to stay away from somebody but y'all don't have no problem staying away from each other when y'all would cheat on each other with the same woman. Yeah. Man (laughs) that's what I'm like it's kind of like how you going to tell him what to do with staying away from somebody he slept with that's related to you? But you didn't do that. Brooke was all up and through there. Yeah, That didn't stop him from saying, well, Brooke, you know what? Only, only way, uh, my or Ridge, the only way that we can continue running this business is if you stay away from Brooke. No. They didn't do that. But you want to put those stipulations on him. Yeah, okay. But that's just my take. But I also understand where you're coming from, too. Yeah, that's why I feel like Eric should have just... You should have just let Carter resign. Mm-hmm. If if that was going to be your stipulation for him keeping his job, you shouldn't have even put that out there. You should have just let him resign. Yep. And then if you yeah. want to work on your friendship after that, then, you know, that's on you. But, yeah, I, I don't know. No, no, it's just... That's a tough one. It is. It's like, you know, this he's a grown man. I mean, and it's so unfortunate that, um, and there's people, and then Brooke. Okay, let's shift over to that conversation. Mm-hmm. So Brooke is, I mean, Quinn is packing her stuff up. She's taking Brooke's uh, shots. Mm-hmm. She's taking them at bay, you know, because, I mean, Brooke, I mean, Quinn could have really tore her up. Mm-hmm. But she didn't go there, you know. She's like, yeah, whatever, you know. I will say 
the comment that she said to Carter when she was at his house, she was like, you know what? I'm going to be fine. I always bounce back. That's one thing Brooke can never say. She yeah. always needs to be up under somebody. Crumbles. Yep. Her whole world crumbles when her and Ridge break up or whoever the love of her life at the time is when, mm-hmm. they're, when they've broken up or something has gone wrong. And that's why when people say, oh, you know, I would jump in these comments and people were like, yeah, see, she going to lose everything. They're going to bring her to nothing. I said, uh-uh, Quinn is a survivor. Yep. She's a survivor. She'll figure it out. Yeah. She don't have to be up on the Eric. She's, and that's the same thing. Like I said, she told Carter, she's like, I'll be fine. You know, I got my jewelry business. Yeah. So she don't, once she's knocked down, she's not like, oh my God, my world is coming to an end. So, yeah, I mean, I got to get that to her. But Brooke was laying it on real thick. Yeah, she was. <clears throat> that scene made me cringe. It made me so mad listening to her talk. The yeah, and that's why we got a whole lot of alerts that day, too. <laughs> <laughs> because people was not happy about what she was doing. Yeah. You can get out of here. And you'll never be here again. And he finally got rid of you. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, because of you. Right. All this started because of you. All the little interfering and all the disrespect. Mm -hmm. Because the only reason she started pushing Shauna off onto Ridge is because of the stuff you started messing around in her marriage first. Right. Because a lot of people were saying, oh, Quinn started this. No, she didn't. Brooke started it. Brooke wanted her out. She was picking at their marriage. And then Quinn retaliation was Shauna go after her husband. Yeah. So I need to put that out there because everybody, you know, and sometimes we forget. No, but um, yeah, that whole situation was a mess. So they couldn't stay away from each other. There was a kiss. She got ready to leave. He stopped her. Yep. So a lot of people want to blame Quinn. Oh, how could he get seduced by Quinn? Carter's such a nice guy. He is a nice guy. But he also um, has men parts. So (laughs) (laughs) nice guys have men parts too, okay? Right. (laughs) So, yeah, he saw Quinn going out that door. He is attracted to her. He has a connection with her. And, you know, he couldn't help himself. Now, I still don't think it's right because she's still not fully divorced. She's in the process of a divorce. And now he's representing the opposing husband. So you add more problems to the fire. I have a feeling that he's going to end up resigning anyway because Mm -hmm. he can't stay away from Quinn. And we know that Carter, you know, is someone that does the right thing. So I, um, I think... So is that where we hear the shift of Carter going over to maybe Bill? How? I'm gonna guess so. Okay. Um, I because I, I feel like that's probably the only the only way that could happen. Mm-hmm. And I know we haven't jumped over to like um, Justin yet, but. I had a feeling that that was going to happen and that was how he was going to stay out of jail. 
So I think how I think that's how that switch is gonna happen between those two. Yeah. With those comp- with the companies. Because then if Carter comes up into Eric's office and say, you know what, I love this woman. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. let her go. And if that means I have to resign, I'll do it. Yeah. That's gonna look ooh, they're gonna be like, What is like that? But I wonder because okay, so mm-hmm. we all know we all know how Queen can be. Mm-hmm. How long do you think that's actually gonna last? We in soap opera world, girl. Probably good six months. <laughs> because the the type of person that Carter is compared to the kind of person that Queen can be, he's not gonna mm-hmm. put up with any of her little shenanigans even. Mm-mm. But I mean, at this point, what would she be trying to do? If she get out of the force to orbit, what else would she try to accomplish? Especially if he goes over there to work with Bill. What would she try to do now? You know what I'm saying? Because she's not in Brooke's face anymore. She don't need to be. Brooke is pretty much done with her. Eric is done with her. So Brooke has accomplished her goal. So where could she, What I wonder what the new shenanigans would be if, in fact, these two are together now. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. So, yeah, I'm curious to find out what he's going to do. I wouldn't, I, I don't want Carter working for Bill. Bill is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't either. He's a, he's, Justin is Justin. The way his character was written, they were perfect together, working together, meaning him and Bill. Carter is, he's just not that type of character that Bill is going to say, I need you to cover up some dirt. Right. That's why I don't, mm -hmm. yeah, that's why when you when you sent that to me, I was like, that that don't even sound like him. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, this whole thing with um, Oh, yeah, that ties into the other storyline, though. I ain't going to talk about Justin yet. But honestly, I mean, the chemistry is obvious. The on-screen chemistry is definitely there. Rena Sofa had an interview where she was talking about how when she got the script about her and, and, and Carter, mm-hmm. she was shocked because she said that, you know, Carter and Quinn has even never been in the same orbit. And so now you want to put us together. But she was like, you know, she liked the fact that it gave her an opportunity to try something new, you know, in regards to a new storyline, a different direction, you know, because she, she had actually been with Eric for, what, three, four years now? Is that it? <laughs> I feel like it's Seems been like long. longer than that. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of it is because Quinn and Eric took some time off screen. We were so caught up into the Liam, Steffi, and Hope triangle for so long, we hardly ever got to see Quinn and Eric until just recently. Hmm. You know, so, yeah, you know, so she was definitely excited about uh, a different storyline going in a different direction with a different character. I like Rena Sofa. She's good in Lifetime movies as well, too. Mm-hmm. Hold on just a second. I'm sorry. My niece is calling me. Oh, okay. No, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, Rena Sofer is a very good actress. They need to keep her around. I like the queen character because she tends to shake up things. I'm not saying that, um, you know, the craziness that she do, because that stuff is crazy, kidnapping and all that type of stuff. But she bring a little bit extra to the show. Yeah, I agree. And she's good at it. I would like to have Quinn go head to head with Phyllis. Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute, you got quiet on that, that one. Girl. Would, yeah. That would be that would be interesting. Girl, could you imagine the <laughs> antics of Phyllis and the <laughs> antics of Quinn? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That or if they teamed up together, did a crossover. Yeah, I, I which one do you think is worse? I don't know. Because they both have done some crazy things. I think um, You think Quinn is more I vicious? Think, I think Quinn, yeah, I think I think she's actually like nuts. <laughs> Sometimes. You think Quinn is nuts? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely calmed down a lot over mm. the years. Uh-huh. From when she first um, came, got just like there. Phyllis, from when she first came onto the show, uh-huh. but I think Quinn, <clears throat> I think she's got more current, like crazy, than Phyllis does. Okay, Phyllis's crazy ended like twenty years ago. I feel mm-hmm. like Quinn's was just like ten years ago, maybe. It's that. Okay. Gotcha. But I think the last the last crazy thing she did was that incident with Liam, right? Yeah, where I mean he was drugged or something and kidnapped and uh, that whole storyline was just crazy. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know what's just crazy because remember Thomas he ate some berries and was running around with Brooke. That whole girl, I was like, what was y'all writing? Yeah, that I hated that that storyline. I'm like, why would you guys do that? And then they, of course, blamed it all on Thomas. Exactly. Oh, girl, sometimes bold is like, ooh. I mean, I know it's a half hour show. Sometimes their on point is good, and then sometimes it's like, what the heck? That's just as bad as the story that we was just talking about with Abby. I mean, it's like, if y'all don't have a storyline that's going to make sense, either create one or don't have one at all. Um, okay so did we cover everything with Quinn and Carter and the thing is I knew when when Carter was walking around there with no shirt with all his six packs hanging out (laughs) Quinn was going to knock at that door (laughs) yeah we saw that coming Girl, we saw that a mile away. And then the <laughs> lighting in the room and everything, I'm like, shoot. Let that have been me. <laughs> He's standing over there. Right. Big old smile on his face and no shirt. It's like, okay. Um, where do I put my purse for a minute? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, man. Yeah, Carter is extremely attractive. Yeah, he sure is. Yes, he is, and he know it. And I know his wife, uh, Lauren St. Victor's wife, is like, that's my man right there on TV. <laughs> that's mine. Right. <laughs> I'm just um, glad that they've got him in the storyline. 
because before he was like Justin, where you would, he would only pop up now, now and again. Right. I feel like before this, mm-hmm. or before you know, they got him involved with Zoe. His mm-hmm. last biggest storyline was when he was involved with Maya. Right. And that's and that was years ago. Years ago. Yep, when he was going head to head with uh, what's old girl, Rick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Caroline was trying to mess up stuff. Yeah. Yep. Do you find Justin attractive? Um, I, I need like to see him. him without his shirt. I, so, <laughs> I think yeah, I think Justin's attractive. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't particularly care for the way his hair is styled right now. You know, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it looks very like um, processed. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like when they would have his hair like. I feel like his hair used to be in like a a short, a shorter cut than what it is, and it doesn't mm-hmm. look at like you said as processed, and it looks like super shiny, like they put a bunch of gel in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think he's an attractive guy. He he definitely got a sexy voice. Yeah, he does. That voice is on, like. Did you watch um, Being Mary Jane? Ooh, long time ago. Then that is this still come on? No, they it ended. Uh, Wasn't he in the scene with Gabby? He was her best friend, but he was okay. gay on on that show. I, yeah, I've seen him though in other shows where he was in um, intimate scenes, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh my gosh! <laughs> so I, you know, I gotta give it to him. Even when a Texas Battle was on the show playing uh, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So yeah, yeah I just so leave it right there. <laughs> yeah, him the the old Zenday. Not that the new Zenday isn't handsome, but the old Zenday is man. That man is gorgeous. Oh, yeah, I know, right? We're Rome. Mm-hmm. Rome Flynn, girl, yeah. absolutely. He is gorgeous. <laughs> okay, ladies, I know we're going off topic a little bit, but we <laughs> had to take a little eye candy moment for the for the, you know for the team, so. Um, all right, so we are now going to move on to this whole thing as we are speaking about Justin. Um, Justin, well, here's my thing Thomas and Hope running up to the police station without proof. It was like, how the heck are you going to tell Lieutenant Baker that all of this stuff about what Vinny did and the suicide and the video and all of that, you were telling him that this happened, but you have no proof. Yeah. And I'm like, did you think this? And and all of a sudden, of course, Justin gets, a, you know, feeling uh, guilty in the conscience and drops the darn thing off. Yep. Yeah, that was convenient because other than that, Liam and Hope wouldn't have had a leg to stand on. Yeah, I was I was curious about how that was going to work out too. I mm-hmm. thought maybe if they were going to end up finding Vinny's phone mm-hmm. that Bill threw, but yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm kind of good because that whole thing was just stupid. I don't know how. They actually wrote in the script that you know Justin was just going to keep keep Thomas down in a cage forever. I mean, yeah, okay. none of that made sense. And then trying to take and then even just say 
he got away with that part. How are you actually going to take over Spencer Publications with Wyatt being there? Were you yeah, going to knock him upside the head too? Right. That's that's the what they didn't talk about, or that's what Justin didn't talk about was what his next move was going to be after if he successfully, you know, kept Bill and Liam in jail. Like, what, what were you going to do with Wyatt? Yeah, I mean. If Liam was in jail and Bill was in jail, he has two other sons. Mm-hmm. So even though Will is not old enough, just say you did take over Spencer. Eventually, Will would have grew up and took it from you too. Right. So it's just, I'm like, dude, that, that whole thing was just crazy to me. But obviously, they wanted to throw a little bit of a twist with trying to, you know, keep Liam in jail. Girl, they was talking about, okay, so when he um when when he was released, meaning Liam, did you see Hope running? Yeah. And people was talking about she was running like mechanical or something. I don't know. It was weird. She was running like a what? Like a, a mechanical run. Like it was I don't know. I was like, where y'all come up it. with this stuff? <laughs> You know, girl, people pick apart everything, okay? Yeah. So but yeah, you know, um that that whole thing, you know, okay, they were reunited and blah 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 blah. I I was like, okay, fine. So we back y'all back together. Mm-hmm. Great. Um then Justin shows up at Forrester talking about I got a whole plethora of years of secrets and I'm I'm like Ridge. You just counseled uh, Carter about doing the wrong thing. Do you actually want to get in bed with Justin? He's talking about I'm gonna give you my loyalty. Yeah, when he said that, I'm thinking to myself like, why you just <laughs> you just tried to frame or not frame, but you were going to let your best friend, your lifelong best friend, sit in jail for a crime that he didn't commit just so you could take over his company. Why on earth should Ridge trust you? Exactly. <laughs> Somebody that you've tried to basically kill before. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, girl, I was I just gave him I'm like, wait a minute, what do you mean by loyalty? Loyalty to what? Right. You don't hang around Ridge. You yourself even threw Ridge out of a helicopter and this man's supposed to say you're gonna be loyal to him? Yeah, okay. Yeah. None of that made sense. That, that made no sense whatsoever. But what else don't make sense is that Thomas stopped him and say, why don't we listen and see what he got? I'm like, dude, you trying to repair your your whole character. Why are you going to go down this route with Justin to one-up Spencer? <laughs> like, yeah, that's don't mess curious. yourself up. I'm curious to see like what comes out of this because I want to know if is Justin going to be like hidden away, and he's just going to be filtering things through Ridge and Thomas, or is Ridge going to share with Eric that Justin is presenting all this information uh, on Spencer Publications to us, mm-hmm. or you know, are they going to keep that to themselves because they know uh, I don't think Eric would go for it. Mm-mm. Now, of course, Eric ain't gonna go for that. He's gonna be like, no. But I have a feeling that Ridge and Thomas ain't gonna tell Eric nothing. 
they probably going to hide him. Because, I mean, this is a brewing. They need a new storyline. The whole prison system thing, Vinny is out the picture, yep. you know, and now Carter and, I mean, Quinn and uh, Eric is no longer together. They got to now have new storyline. Yeah. So the next storyline is probably, of course, Quinn and Eric, I mean, Quinn and Carter getting together. And now this whole battling feud between companies with Ridge and Bill and, of course, Justin. Because people was like, where's Justin going? Because there's no way he's going to be able to stick around. Well, maybe this is their way of keeping him on contract. Right. That, that would have been the next logical thing to do was to figure out, okay, now that he's out of Spencer, how can we get him over to Forrester? Which, yeah, because then remember, yeah, then, then that's where the swap comes along then, because Carter can't stay away from Quinn. He's going to have to leave. Yep. And now Justin is over here trying to help Forrester, so I guess that's where the swap maybe comes in. Yeah. So, anywho. Did we get everything? Um, oh, Steffi. Yeah, Steffi. Uh, what were they trying to do? Were they trying to get married in that moment or something? I didn't under it didn't make sense. I to didn't me. understand that one. Yeah, because it's not legal. You didn't have uh, an ordained officiant there to legalize your marriage. You don't have the paperwork with you, so I didn't understand the point of that. And the other thing is, is that why does he not want to go through a formal marriage? Is this another storyline that's happening that he's trying to hide from something? That's what came to my mind. Because it's like, let's do this right here and right now. I want to love and and give vows and stuff. And it's like, dude, that I don't know if that's how she wanted to go ahead and get married. Yeah, I didn't know. And, it's like, and like you say, it's not legally bound. You know, that, that whole thing was weird. And like I said, I, they, they claim that his parents is coming. I think, um, aren't they supposed to be there next week or something? I think so. So this is going to open up a new door with who Fan really is. Yeah. Because now his family is coming. So they better not. They better not be trying to open up some kind of Finn has a dark past crack. I hope not. I'm gonna be so mad if they do that to Steffi. Because we got her finally out of the Hope and Liam triangle, right? Yeah. She got a whole different dude. He's a doctor. They got a baby together. It's happy. like happy. Why are we going to mess that up by him having some type of dark side? But there's a lot of fans that's like, I don't believe him. It's something about that dude. He's suspect. People have been giving him the side eye for a long time. Yeah. I feel like so, that's mostly people that don't like Steffi and they just don't want her to be happy. Her happy, right. You know, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see um, you know, what the deal is with who he really is with his family coming on the show. Yeah, or maybe it's just that his family is or they're all sketchy. Or something. But they got to do something because two storylines uh, are have just ended. Mm-hmm. And it needs to take a twist. And it needs to shift off. And you know they're going to try to shift this off of Liam and Hope for a while. Yeah. So they might be taking a break off screen. And now that moves over to putting the spotlight on Steffi and Finn. Yeah. 
Yep. So, yep. All right, did we cover everything? Oh, by the way, um, the baby. The Steph, Steffi and Finn gave the baby two last names. Forrester Finnegan, I think. Yeah. Hey, Paige Forrester Finnegan. I wish they bring Taylor back. I mean, couldn't they bring her back for a hot minute to see the new baby? She's your grandma again. You right. Know? Or why can't they, is there some kind of like contractual obligation where Hunter Tylo recast yeah where they can't recast Taylor's character I don't know I mean I understand Hunter Taylor got Hunter Tylo has a lot going on but why not bring another Taylor in the mix I mean you got a whole set of Forrester kids with Thomas and and um Steffi being over there why couldn't Taylor pop in for a minute Right, kids, grandkids. Exactly, and she got a kid name after her her own last name. Yeah, you know, so at least they could have said, "Oh my God, my grandbaby," whatever, you know, because she was there during the whole Kelly thing, and she yeah. was here when they thought Beth was Phoebe. You know, yeah. so then why they can't figure that whole situation out? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, um, I think that's it. We covered everything. I believe so. All right, let's give, before we do the flip the script, I got some little nuggets for next week for The Bold and the Beautiful. It says, after a short time after Justin's proposal, someone else approaches Ridge with a proposal. Steffi is caught off guard with Finn's proposal for the future. Um, despite Eric's attic, Quinn and Carter try to figure out a way to remain in each other's lives. Um, let's see. And uh, Steffi makes a pivotal decision. Finn's father arrives for a surprise visit and Eric is shocked at Quinn's stand on their divorce. Mm. Now that should be interesting. Yeah. I hope she tell him to take the high road and say, you know what? I don't want nothing from you. Give me the papers. I'm going to sign them and I'm going to be out. <laughs> I, bet that's, I bet that's what it's going to be. Ooh, something I would like so that. love that. Me too. Because Brooke always thinking that, you know, she's going to try to take something from him. She's going to be looking. And I mean, maybe it won't phase Brooke. Brooke might be like, okay, fine. Get out. I don't care if you don't leave here with nothing. <laughs> so, um... Let me see what I got for um, the uh, for Young and the Restless next week. Let's see. Okay, so next week, um, Jack and Sally clears the air. Alice Ashlyn receives a promise from Victoria. Uh, Phyllis continues to target Tara. Um, Amanda receives stunning news about Naya. Nikki and Adam clear the air to find a way to coexist. That's going to be interesting because Nikki is always standing in judgment of that dude. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tessa and Abby clash again. Tempers flare. Phyllis make a confession. Hmm. Victoria and Victor lock horns. Tara makes a play for Kyle, which we knew that was coming. Yeah. 
Uh, Amanda sets the record straight with Michael. Moses proves how in tune he is with faith. Um, Abby and Stitch take a walk down memory lane. Sharon's loyalty is Adam with Adam is questioned by Billy. Billy, he needs to mind his own business. Right. What do you got to do with that? Not a thing. Um, Elena stands up to Imani. Ooh, I want to see that. Well, how about that? Well, how about that, girl? That was going to be my flip the script. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll get that in real time coming up. Victoria discovers shocking information about Ashlyn. Hmm. Victoria feels fears the worst after the unexpected event. Mm-hmm, that's what you get from moving too fast. Mm-hmm. And then also Summer, Victor, and Nikki connect. Devon and Amanda agree on a big decision. A trap is set for Sally. And Chelsea receives an ultimatum from Adam. So I guess she's not quite gone just yet. And that's what we got for next week, girl. Ooh, Sounds like Summer ain't quite gone yet either. Oh, yeah, because they meet up next week. Obviously, they're probably out of town. Yeah. I thought, so I, the scene that she had with Nick, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that last was last week. week or the week before. I thought that was a really sweet scene. Oh, my God, I cried. Yeah, I had a little tear. <laughs> that, that was so sad. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Yeah, so, yeah, that was really, really sweet. You know, and then Phyllis showed up surprisingly. I thought that was nice. Yeah, that was. To spend some time in it. Was she in at Milan? Italy? Um, it, still, somewhere in Italy, I thought. Paris? Something like that. But uh-huh. still, for Phyllis to take a surprise trip to meet her dude in a hotel in Paris? Oh, yeah. That was cool. <laughs> I, like, I got to give it to her on that one. Yeah. Like All right, too. girl. So, did also, you have any? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I wanted to bring up the that scene with Bill and Justin. I think okay. that's the most emotional I've ever seen Bill's character. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. that was sad. He was, that was. I mean, both of them were screaming and crying. Yeah, yeah, they both did a good job in that scene. And it's like, then, dang, I don't um, think I've ever seen Bill like be this emotional over anybody before. Me either. Even Katie. Me- even Katie and Katie tried. Katie and Wyatt tried to get him to forgive him. He's like, "No, nah, that that dude is dead to me." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, you're done, Justin. You're a wrap." But see, that's the problem when your closest person knows your deepest secrets. When y'all turn on each other, that could come back to bite you. Right. Yep. He know too much, and that's the thing, Justin. What he should have signed was a. What they call that? Uh, NDA? NDA, yeah. You know, you can't go back telling company secrets or else I'm going to sue you. Right. But obviously he trusted Justin so much that he figured that there was no NDA needed. Yeah. That was a mistake. So, that was a mistake because <laughs> now he's taking all them secrets over the force, which it makes for good content. But, you know. All right, girl. Will we cover everything? I was so glad to have you back. Even though I I enjoy talking to everybody, but you know it's nice to actually have you to bounce stuff off of. You oh, know, you. so I appreciate that, and so it's good. Now 
I will be in Kentucky next weekend. So I'm, I'll let you know if I can, if I do the, the podcast from my hotel room, because I told you my daughter's moving. Yeah. So that's next week. Um, well, this coming Friday. So um, I'll let you know. I'll get it done. You know me. I'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> so I'll let you know if we'll still do it. I probably, you know, we'll do it early or late or whatever. So. Okay. All right. So let's do our flip the script before we go. And what that is, if there's a particular storyline or a scene that you wish you could change, this is where you flip that script. So what you got for Y&R and B&B this week? Um, so for Y&R, <laughs> my flip the script was going to be when Amani showed up at the restaurant and mm-hmm. said something about, I hope you ordered enough for three. Um, mm-hmm. I wish Elena would have like stood up for herself a little bit. No she, so far, she just kind of been taking Quiet. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's been taking it from Amani and not she's not saying anything. She's just kind of like, oh, okay. Or, you know, like you said, quiet. So but mm-hmm. sounds like she's going to do that next week. So, oh, okay, I'm, I'm excited to see that <laughs> because mm-hmm. I want to see some. I want to see a little little sparks flying between those two. Okay, um, and then my bolt flip the script is an obvious one. That scene with Carter. Um, mm-hmm. I wish Carter would have stuck to. I'm resigning, regardless of if Eric and Ridge asked him to stay. I wish she just would have stuck to I'm resigning and not even not even heard out what their offer was going to be and definitely not have gotten up there and taken that picture down when Eric told him to take the picture down. Yeah, that was crazy. I, yeah, I could not believe oh, that. Mm-mm. I couldn't <laughs> believe he did that. I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then my... Uh, a young and a restless uh, flipped the script on that. I would have had Billy be totally different. I'm, you know, like I told you earlier, you know, Victoria's feeding on her sticking Ashlyn in front of Billy's face mm-hmm. because Billy is obviously it affects him. Mm-hmm. But you got a whole girlfriend at home. You got a whole new apartment with a girlfriend that y'all got together at home. Mm-hmm. Stop. If you want to focus on your kids, say tell Victoria, you know what? I'm just want to make sure my kids are good. You're a good mom. If they are good, I'm good. But I don't want to talk anymore about your relationship with Ashlyn at all. And then that'll kind of put her at bay because she's enjoying sticking it to Billy that she's in a relationship with Ashlyn. Yeah. Um, and then on the bold and the beautiful, you know. I would have told, I mean, I would have wanted um, Carter to say, look, I accept your offer, but at the same time, I want you to let, I mean, I want to let you know, you really don't have the right to tell me who I can and cannot see. You just don't. Now, like you said, part of that plays into him taking a resignation. But from this point forward, he got to set boundaries with him because what else you going to do next? You going to tell me I can't talk to Thomas? Or you can't tell me I can't talk to no, you know. I mean, I understand you mad. I understand you upset. I do. I would like to keep my job, but at the same time, I'm an adult. You don't get to tell me who I can and cannot talk to. Yeah, I'm not keeping my job with ultimatums. Exactly. 
you know, and I would have said, why are you putting an ultimatum on me about one of your exes when you guys have exes yourself that y'all still intermingle with? <laughs> Better go sit down somewhere with that. <laughs> but there was another piece that we did miss, and that was that conversation between Zenday and Paris. And she was asking him about the fact of where how is I don't know what is I don't know what Paris be doing sometimes. She asked him with with uh, Zoe being gone, how does that make him feel? I thought y'all had got past that. Y'all in a I whole thought, relationship. Now I thought the same thing. I'm like, where is that coming from? You know, I mean, why are you even worried about that? You think he gonna run off and chase her? He's in a relationship with you. Yeah, that I was a little confused by that, that as well. You know, that's what, it shows her naivety on certain things. I mean, she's young. Yeah. And um, you know, I don't know, like the conversation we had. Well, not you, but when I was on the podcast last week. You know, the moment that that whole thing imploded with Quinn and Carter, she goes right to Zoe and say, you can still be with him. And I'm like, what did you go through all that for? Exactly. If you want her to get back with Carter. Right. All the little speeches and all the... The holier shit. than thou and high moral ground yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. He loves you. He really wants to be with you. Well, that's what he was trying to tear your behind in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so sometimes it's like, ooh, what, what are y'all doing? I mean... I think she's a nice girl. She's definitely a great actor, actress, mm -hmm. you know. But the thing is that some of the storylines is like, how are you going to take her down that path and then turn around and take her three steps back? Exactly. That don't make right. sense. It was like the moment all that stuff came out, she did a complete uh, 180, 360. Yeah. She did a complete change in how she felt about the situation. Because... Yeah. Because that whole time she she questioned Carter about, do you really love my sister? And now suddenly she believes that Carter really loves her sister. <laughs> and that she needs to work it out. And it was like, so you had to make the whole world implode before you actually would say, oh, okay, well, you know, I believe. And she even said, I believe Quinn really loved Eric. Okay, then you come to that realization now after you even blew up the spot. Right. And then you tell your sister, get back with Carter. What did you do all that for? Only the, I mean, the only person that really helped out was Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> so, anywho, I forgot we had to touch on that because that whole statement she made to Zenday did not make sense. Why you got him think, even thinking that Zoe's on his radar when y'all then move past that whole statement and y'all in a whole relationship? Right. That didn't make sense to me. All right, girl. It was a great show. Um, like I said, I'm glad to have you back. I hope you guys that's listening enjoyed it because we really enjoy bringing this content to you every week. So next week is um, the week of the 19th through the 23rd. And uh, I already dropped the nuggets for this week, so I'm definitely looking forward to a lot of that. So um, unless you got anything else, we're going to call it uh, We're Out. Yep, I don't have anything else. All right. Well, you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. 
Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.